today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. In Minneapolis today, the uh, George, uh, the, the, well, it's called the George Floyd murder trial. It's actually the Derek Chauvin trial uh, charged in uh, the death of George Floyd. Opening statements are underway as we speak, as a matter of fact, in Minneapolis. Joining us to talk about this is uh, CBS Radio legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Uh, Thane, thank you for the time. Glad you could be with us today. Uh, Any time for you, Bill. Let me ask you. I mean, when we saw what happened, the, the horrific video that the whole world, I, I guess, has seen by now, uh, there were those, as we've talked about before, that said, well, this is going to be a slam dunk. But as we found out more about this and as evidence is being presented and as these opening statements uh, are being made by, first of all, the prosecutors and eventually by the defense team uh, uh, for Mr. Sheff, this is this is not a slam dunk. This is going to take a long time, and there's a lot to be di- digested here, isn't there? Yes, Bill, quite right. Look, if, if you are someone who believes that the United States is, you know, a racially infected country, uh, and, and, you know, there's a large debate here in the United States about, you know, when did this start? Is it 1619 from the very first day that anyone set their foot on this country? This, there's been, this nation has been soiled. If you believe that, then there's no piece of evidence that's more compelling than I can't breathe. And someone and a policeman had a knee on on an African-American's uh, throat. Um, but this is a trial and there's going to be a lot of other evidence. And that's the problem here. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. I can't, you know, most people would think this is a slam dunk. What else is there to see? I can't breathe. And nine minutes later, he's dead. But then now there's all these other pieces of information that have been argued in pretrial motions that apparently will be available evidentiary for trial. For instance, you know, he was speedballing. He had many pre-existing conditions that were respiratory of nature. He had COVID-19 before. Uh, uh, So, you know, he's at three arteries that were virtually entirely clogged, right? So this is a man, a very large man, also very agitated at the time, very high stress levels. So that that piece of, you know, the the toxicology reports and medical records and his medical history is going to be available for the jury to examine. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the the individuals involved in this. Uh, the Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison is expected to be in court. Uh, Matthew Frank, the assistant uh, AG, is going to be there. Uh, one Eric Nelson is going to be Chauvin's lead defense counsel on this, a very capable lawyer. Uh, and the judge, uh, 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 Judge Peter Cahill, a man with a, a reputation for no nonsense, no showboating, just wants to get to the facts. So this is this is going to be a very methodical trial, I would think. Yes, Bill, and also a very mixed jury. Uh, age and uh, composition, multiracial, a uh, few white people, a few black people, a few men and a few women, multiracial. Um, some of them said, look, you know, I, I really have feelings, you know, nobody, unless you were living under a rock, everybody in Minneapolis knew about this case. So the question is, yes, did you know about this case or, or are you forever contaminated in, in your pretrial, in your bias? Right? Or do you have an open mind? Could you possibly imagine keeping an open mind? Um, if you have pre-existing biases, are they possibly able to change? Remember, there's this other piece to this, Bill, that, that several weeks ago there was a $27 million wrongful death civil suit that settled. Mm-hmm. And there were many people that wondered, well, why would you announce that we, a few weeks before the beginning of the trial if you, if you, if you negotiated the city council Again, two different divisions of the government. The city council of Minneapolis was sued, 
and they virtually immediately settled for $27 million. The state of Minnesota is the one that's bringing the case, the attorney general, as you point out, very different. But you'd think that they talk to each other. You'd think that the city council would say, we're about to announce a $27 million judgment. Uh, uh, you can imagine the attorney general, Keith Ellison, saying, don't do that. <laughs> you, you can give them the money, but don't announce it. Can't we wait until the end of trial? Why do you have to, why do you have to do it right now? The judge had to bring back many of the jurors to see whether that would change their mind. Because, right, it, in my mind, it, it cuts in two directions. On the one hand, does it establish guilt, even though it's a civil case, which has nothing to do with the criminal case? If you're so quickly, if you're so willing to hand over a check for $27 million, you must think that the policeman did something wrong, right? On the other hand, for people who think the police were doing their job, they didn't do a great job, but we don't want to put them in jail for 30 years, we gave the family $27 million. That's something. You know, most people don't have $27 million, so maybe we don't have to put the, the policeman in jail for the rest of his life. And so, again, that, we have no idea how that's going to ultimately infect the jury's, affect the jury's impression of the case. Draws are, are settled on, on points of law. I mean, that's, that's what's going to be argued here. But there's certainly, as you mentioned, Thane, a great deal of emotion in this. Do you, do you try to extricate that from the process? Because it's, it's going to make its way back in regardless, isn't it? Bill, you know, I've written books about this, right? We, mm -hmm. we ask the juries to tell us, you know, do you have any strong feelings about this case? And they go, no, not really. <laughs> but we know that everyone has strong feelings about everything, Right. No sure. matter who you are, you ever go to dinner, even Canadians who are so much more decorous than Americans have feelings. They don't, nobody's really a blank slate. And that's sort of the, the folly of our legal system, this sort of presumption that everyone can proceed as if they don't have any biases of any kind. Everyone has something, has an opinion about policemen. Everyone has a, you know, everyone has, there's just no one who doesn't come into a case that doesn't have something that they feel about the police, right? Or young black African-American men, right? It doesn't even best be racist. Just think they have a pre-existing bias in one way or the direction. There's some people who believe that a black man can never get a fair trial in the United States. They read, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird when they were a kid in school, and it never, it affected them. They just realized in this country, the United States, if you're a young African-American male, good luck to you in a trial. And so that's the, 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 these premises are false premises in a way, because everyone has a view, some opinion. And the question is, how does it play in uh, into this proceeding? But remember, unlike a civil case, the burden of proof is much higher, right? Just so even though you got 27 million, that's in a civil case, it's easier. The standard of proof is much easier to evidentiary standard. In a criminal case, it's, you know, innocence before the law and uh, pr the presumption of innocence and guilty beyond a reasonable uh, doubt. Uh, and that is, a, that is a heavy standard. It's a high standard. Um, and so, you know, we don't know how that's going to play out. At the same time, this is, is going to be the celebrated, this is a major case. The whole country is watching. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's why the, actually the defense team wanted to move the case somewhere else to say we don't, we don't think a Minneapolis juror uh, can possibly be uh, impartial. So much going on here, uh, and this is, uh, we say, just the opening day, so uh, we'll be following this and uh, hopefully get your input and uh, your perspective on this as we go through. Thane, as always, thank you so much for the time today. Always a pleasure. 
Same here, Bill. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Thane Rosenbaum, CBS Radio Legal Analyst, uh, watching the opening arguments. And uh, as, as he mentioned, the trial that everybody will be watching for the next uh, four to five weeks anyway. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.